0: Welcome, everyone, to Ian's Untitled Scene Show. My name is Ian, and this is very cool. I have a returning friend of the show. You know, even for the old shows, he is now a returning friend. This is the time to welcome Stephen Giuliano of My Immortal Enemy. Stephen, man, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. How are you doing, man?
0: I am not doing too bad. Now, we talked a little bit off air. We're going to try and make this a little bit of a quicker interview because... Sometimes people don't connect with the really long ones and I know from our past we can talk a lot. So if we don't like if we don't control ourselves, <laughs> if we don't regulate, we might go for like 3 hours. So we're going to try and keep this one a little bit shorter.
1: That's all good. I like I said before I uh you know, we I, I believe our last interview we, we did was close to almost an hour and 30 minutes, so uh we could like you said we could talk forever. Yeah. No, no for sure.
0: And that one was a little different too, because we did the "Those We Leave Behind" you know ten year retrospective for that one as well. So that that and
1: there was, was a lot legendary. to talk about back then. There was a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of history with that. Bit. That is very true, and you're
0: just one of those guys that you are full of history. You're full of stories, and now I have a feeling that 2020 is going to be another huge year for you. So you have now changed. I don't know how you want to say it. Is it changed the name of the band? or change the band entirely? Because originally, the last time we spoke, you were working on the new Requiem album, and then the name changed or the band changed, and now you're My Immortal Enemy. Can you take people through that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so we we were, you know, when we were writing the, the new uh, Requiem album, we just started realizing that the, 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 the songs we were writing were sounding nothing like the um, old Requiem songs from the first album we did together. It was the same exact members from the uh, Requiem album. We had Jacqueline, Paulette, we had Ryan Hagam, we had all the guys on drums, and Ryan Loomis, Corey Coda. And so it was the same people, and we decided uh, after five demos, like literally, we we, we recorded almost over, almost 30 songs, we started realizing this is like not sounding anything like um, old Requiem, being that, I mean, you're, you're you're pretty much the only person who's kind of like heard the entire album and it's a lot, I mean, all I can say is it's way more aggressive, yes. way more angry sounding, um, way more kind of heavily metal influence when it comes to like event, dancing events sevenfold, yet still has like the punk rock kind of bare tooth kind of kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, and obviously with my vocals, you know, the old I am ghost kind of feel with the girl, girl and guy going back and forth. Yep. But, and another the big another issue we, we were having, I think this was the biggest. So, that's, so we were going to change the name no matter what. But then a, another issue we were having was the name Requiem. We just started realizing that there were so many things named Requiem. There was like a Netflix movie called Requiem. Uh, there's, there's a book called Rec, Requiem. When you search us in Google, you couldn't find us. You search Requiem in Spotify. There's like four other bands named Requiem. So it was just one of those names where... It's It was cool. It's a cool name. We liked it. It's just, we decided, let's kind of like, let's kind of like almost start over. And because this, this album felt different. It felt, yeah. didn't feel like another, like a second Requiem album. It felt almost like a brand new beginning for us. So we decided, you know, let's just, uh, let's work on a new name. And we, we, you know, thought about it for a while and, and we came up with My Immortal Enemy.
0: Very nice. Yeah. And that changeover has had to, I mean, It's so different. I mean, I just did a name change. I've done name changes in the past as well. It's always a little weird to get used to that. But then also on top of that, you had to have had member changes as well. Because as you know, I'm a super fan of yours. So I follow everything that you've been doing. And you can tell there have been even more member changes, so it kind of makes sense to go ahead and go with almost a brand new name with My Immortal Enemy. Can you also talk about that? Because you mentioned Jacqueline, and I'm pretty sure she isn't in the band anymore. Again,
1: right? Yeah, we. So when um, so when we started the, I don't know if you knew, the the past history record, room, we actually took we actually like disbanded years ago. We we after the William Control tour, we did uh, it was like our our you know final like U.S. tour. We uh, kind of like, not on bad terms or anything, we just, um, I was getting extremely busy with my my work. Um, So I work on films and uh, movies and stuff. And um, as a storyboard artist and character designer and trying to to juggle uh, a touring band, you know, going, um, you know, touring a lot and being in an RV and trailer, you know, for that that tour was like two and a half months and I was extremely busy. I decided and the whole band decided it was just time to kind of like, Part ways for a little bit, and yeah. we all could all do our own thing. Like Jacqueline decided, you know, she wanted to uh, do some other side projects, more pop rock. uh Ryan Hagem, um, you know, went back to doing some more of like his old metal bands. And we all kind of kept in touch. We were all friends, but we decided dude, this is just something we wanted to do. And then um after like a year and a half, we decided I, it was kind of weird. We just like one day Ryan called me and said, Hey, you want to start practicing again? I said, Sure. This is, I was, um, I'm, I'm to the point now with my job that, you know, it's, it's easier for me to do a band and also, you know, do what I got to do. So, um, we got back together and we, and we just, I tried to started writing the the, the album that, that will be coming out January 10th. Yep. And we just sat and wrote and wrote. We literally didn't really play any shows for a good five months. Um, and just wrote music together. It was really fun actually. Cause there's no pressure, you know, a lot of times when you're, in a band, your, your, your pressure to play, your pressure to play as many shows as possible. And, and we didn't want that. And, um, so anyways back to that, back to the, the, the new lineup. Yeah. Um, after the, the, album was finished, this album was finished, uh, being recorded. Um, we started to play actually, um, you know, almost once, once a week or more. And, uh, we were traveling a lot and, you know, Again, with Jacqueline, it wasn't necessarily that she didn't want to like be in the band. For her, um, it's always been she just wants to do. She has so many things that she likes to do, you know. And she she wanted to go, and uh, you know, I I believe now she's a uh, like a music instructor somewhere. And um, the tour life just wasn't for her. She doesn't. She's not. she never was a fan of sitting in a in a van and trailer with a band. She's been in bands before, and she's been doing this for a long time. And, um, and, you know, for that, that case, it was, you know, we, we kind of knew it was coming and it wasn't like, like weird or anything. We kind of decided, you all right. You know, it is what it is. And, uh, the thing about our band is we're resilient. We always, we just keep going. We don't look at cockroach. You can't kill us. You know, we just (laughs) keep. (laughs) So (laughs) then, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go go ahead. I'm done.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, no, there was a weird pause there. So I wasn't sure if I was supposed to go. So. We got to get that rust out of here, and then we'll get back to our normal flow. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the question would be, so who's in the band right now? And then if you guys do plan on doing more touring once the new album comes out, is it going to be similar to when you were out when Those We Leave Behind went out, where you didn't take as many people, like you didn't have a female singer at that time, but you were still doing some of the songs as well? Is that kind of how you'll work it?
1: Yeah, the thing, the thing, the the thing about us is like we we always kind of like whoever's in the band we kind of like morph metamorphosize into that lineup of whoever's doing you know whoever's in the project at the time. The thing is we never really we really changed too much. The 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 huge aspect right now is that Jacqueline isn't in the band anymore, and and we did try another girl. Um, for a few months that we thought it would work out. That's a different story. We we always for that we didn't really vet it enough where oh. we uh can have I mean she's a really nice person and uh, every again n- no qualms with her but it's more of like we should have toured with her and you know kind of more kind of grinded it out for a few months with her to see okay are you the the right person? We kind of like once we decided after a few practices we were like, all right, you're in the band, you know, which ah. again, we, we shouldn't have done. And so there was another girl in the project for a little bit. Um, but then, you know, after that we decided, you know what, let's just, it, it was good for us because it it was around, um, Halloween and, uh, we were going to start taking, we were definitely going to take November and December off anyways, because there was just a lot of traveling Christmas things. There's just a lot of things that we couldn't really, uh, you know, we couldn't really travel or tour anyway so we decided you know what this is actually fine to kind of refocus our get ready for the new album for and let's click focus on 2020. so um we we shot a music video for um our single dangerous and um in that time and it was perfect because it gave us time just kind of like focus on shooting the video focus on You know, getting all the details ready for 2020 release, and not really have to worry about okay, we got to go to LA now. And you know, we have a show escape the fate and bless the fall. We got to because we had a show that was our last show um, together, all of us um, at the Glass House in Pomona. And um, you know, it's just a lot of work. You got to you got to travel. You got to get the merch ready. You got to do all that. So we we purposely made it so we uh, could have a few months off and kind of also kind of refocus because we was since the album's been done, it's been, it's been nonstop. People don't realize like we practice a lot, right. but you know, there's a lot that goes into anyway. it. We are playing a lot of shows and so we decided, you know, let's just kind of refocus and, um, you know, get this game plan ready for 2020. You know, right now the band, the band lineup is, is, is the same members, but just besides Jacqueline. So okay. we're, uh, we're, uh, we're ready to go still. I don't know necessarily what we're going to do about the female aspect. I know for a fact that, continue playing shows with or without a girl, um, there's still, we have plenty of singers in the band that can, you know, pick up the slack and whatnot. Sure. I know the it's cool. I understand there's a cool aspect where you have a girl um, singing parts and whatnot, but, you know, we don't want that to kind of define us where, like, we have to have a girl in the band or we can't play shows or be my mortal enemy Right. because we, you know, this is only our first album ever and that's um, coming out and I know that, you know, we'll write more more songs and, who knows, It might be a whole new change for us in like the <laughs> second album.
0: Sure. Yeah, and I know you've gone through that many times in the past as well. So that won't be something very new for you. And it's something that you guys are very good at adapting to as well. So let's switch gears a little bit now. So I don't want to say it, or I'm going to say it wrong partially, I'm sure. I've always been bad at pronouncing Japanese words that I haven't heard before. So is it Akuma or Akuma or something along those lines? It's Akuma. Akuma. Okay. So I had it Yeah, you're right. right. Okay. So Akuma is coming out on January tenth. You guys are putting this out independently, correct?
1: Yes, we that that was another thing we were doing. We were kind of waiting um after the album was re, uh finished, we were kind of like shopping it and then we we have a lot of contacts of old like labels that I've beat up goes Oh, like for sure. And the task. Um and there were there were there were interests, but the thing was we started rising uh, there really wasn't much the labels were gonna do that we couldn't do ourselves there's a and that's that's been a thing now if you've noticed a lot of bands now uh with the resurgence of like you know so many so many places now you can just literally get your music on every single uh online music platform and do it yourself and and have and get paid a hundred percent of sales rather than have the label do pretty much exactly what I just said, and then we get you know three cents per per sale and right. I mean, it, the the other aspect would be promotion and, you know, tour support and stuff that labels would do, but uh, we felt, you know what, we, we all have jobs, we all we all make money, you know, some make good money, so it's like, we can do, we could just do this ourselves and, like, right. and kind of, like, run with it and, and make more money and, and not have to worry about, um, you know, oh, no, the label doesn't like this song, we can't release it, you know, this and that. We could do whatever we want. Exactly.
0: Yeah, and if there was... Anyone out there that was doing this, that I would trust to know how to do this. It would be you, so that
1: totally makes sense. The thing with the aspect of my, the graphic design aspect. With me, I just I don't have to hire anybody to like do promo or you know do videos or. I mean, we didn't do our own video. We hired a guy named Tommy Mary who directed the um, the video, but we just paid for it ourselves. We didn't we didn't need the label to throw down a bunch of money and then have to recoup it later. We decided let's just do it ourselves, you know.
0: Yeah. No, that's awesome. Now. I didn't even get a chance to tell you this, but I really, and I'm, I'm sure this won't surprise you, but I really fucking love the album. I think it's great. I mean... Thank you. I,
1: oh, yeah. You're the very few person to hear the whole thing. I know that we, we released a few songs on Spotify just to kind of get the get the buzz growing a little bit and yeah. not necessarily kind of disappearing for a full year of no music and people going, who the hell is my, what is this, uh-huh. my immoral enemy? Right. We released, trickled a few songs here and there, but... Uh, there's twelve songs on the album yes. and um yeah I, i'm really i'm really proud of it it's you should be it's something that we did ourselves like it's it's cool again we had no label we paid for the recording ourselves we we recorded ourselves we produced ourselves we we hired a, a guy um named Zach Oren who um who's actually r- really great um he's done tons of famous uh bands in our genre he was working on the machine head album ah. the new machine head album when he was recording us, and he's done bands. Like six tier guns and a ton of metal metal bands, um that, you know, you've definitely heard of. And um he made, he made us sound huge, like which is really cool. That's what we wanted to sound. Like the big drums and oh yeah. Like guitars are just so fat and screams sound good. So yep. we were we were extremely happy.
0: Yeah, man. All of it sounds really crisp. It's very it's like you had mentioned before. It's like a Heavy metal, metalcore with a little bit of post-hardcore, but then there's always that punk vibe that you've got when you're, when you're singing and everything. So it kind of brings everything together, and you're absolutely right. It's more aggressive than I Am Ghost or the way Requiem was before, so it brings an extra element that might not have been there before, and I really, really enjoyed it. And one of the things I want to uh, definitely highlight as well, you mentioned it's 12 tracks, Not only is it 12 tracks, it's also no intros, no filler, no interlude, and it comes in at like almost 50 minutes. So all of this is pretty well unheard of in the scene because normally there's that intro track, there's those interludes. I know you've been there before, but what was the decision to really just hammer it so hard and say, hey, we're giving you front to back, just straight up metal?
1: We started realizing, or I started realizing that since I was back, I've always had an intro to every EP, every album I've ever worked on, including I Am Ghost, right? Um, and uh, interludes and all this stuff. And you know, I thought, you know what? Let's let me just try one album in my entire lifespan. Say this is say just say for some odd reason, something happens and this is the final ever. I just wanted to have one album that you just put in your CD player and just like literally kicks you in the fucking face right? and um, (laughs) kicks your teeth in. And that's it. Like there's no, there's no, and it's another thing too with, with, it's hard now because the whole people of downloading, you know, or buying music on iTunes or Google play and all that stuff, Spotify. It's not like back in the day where even like with records, you would sit, the kid would come home he bought the new AFI album back in 2004. He'd go and he'd put it into a CD player and he would lay in bed with the headphones on and he'd listen from track one to, to 12. Right. You know, it was a story told with an interlude everything kind of aspect kind of like told the story. Same with I Am Ghost. Um, now, kids don't even really buy CDs and kids and people are buying singles now and, and so... They they're not really following a story. It's it's really kind of hard to kind of tell the story now. Yeah, that kids aren't really kind of listening from to a CD back to finish. It, I have actually asked a bunch of people. I uh, before we did this, I said, you know, do, do you what do you do when you hear an interlude? They say, well, you know, we we I usually if it's really cool, I'll, I'll listen to it to once or twice. But most of the time, I just skip it because I want to get to the song. You know, so you know, I you know, I think kids' attention spans are a little different than it was back. You know, ten. 10, 20 years ago. Sure. Um, so we just kind of moving with the times. And I and I get it. I do, you know, I one day would love to do another kind of like epic opus <laughs> rock opera where I, you know, interludes and opening and, you know, but it's just, to me, this, this wasn't the album. This was more, it was, as you can tell with the album, the way it's song, it's a very angry album. Yep. And it's, it's, I wanted to kind of like, there was no reason for these interludes. It wouldn't have told the story really.
0: Sure. No, no, that, that completely makes sense. And is that one of the reasons why Dangerous is the first track on the album? Because that right there, you talk about Yeah, uh,
1: it's definitely it's one of those it's one of those songs where we, we, we wanted to have a song that literally starts within the first two seconds. Yep. And you, that's this this song, the lyrics begin within the first second. The the song begins and it starts I start singing. Right and um, I've never done that before uh, every song I've ever written um has an intro, and then you know then which is about you know twenty thirty seconds of the opening of the song, music, yep. then the vocals come in first one. this one I was like, you know what I wanna try something i wanna c I wanna sing right away. I've never done that before and um, so we tried to create something very kind of bare toothy punk rock kind of aggressive um fast um and just completely written differently and it's completely structured like not how i'm i'm normally uh because it's different you know i've i've been doing this for so long i'm so tired of i i was saying to my, my band i'm like i want to just keep exploring and trying new things because i can only do the same things for so much so much before I, it just gets old you know and right. and um yeah so it definitely this is something that we we thought it would be kind of cool and and kids who'd never heard of us, you know, if they heard this song, they go, oh, okay, this, this band means business. You know, this is really, really cool.
0: Yeah. I picked up on that right away because, like, we, you know, you know how well I know your old material. So to hear yeah. that right away, I was like, whoa, this kind of caught me off guard. And that, that's very cool to be able to do that. So the question would be then, you talk about doing things a little bit differently here, but then, was that your mindset the entire album? Did you go into it when you're writing and saying, man, I want to change so much, and then what can I do differently to really change it from the past?
1: Yeah, I think in the past, especially with um, with I Am Ghost, and even with Rec- the Requiem's first album, we were signed to a label. We were signed to Cleopatra Records, yep. and then before that, when I, I Am Ghost, I was signed to Epitaph for three albums. So. There was always this aspect of, all right, we have to give the label, um, we have to give the label, at least three or four radio hits or songs they they can shop or songs they can get on commercials or songs they can do this and that with. Um, And uh, this time around, I didn't give a shit. I honestly did not care. (laughs) I was like, I want to write songs that we like, and um, hence is why we 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 purposely recorded everything. you know pay for everything ourselves and um you know we had an engineer and all that we paid and all lot it was it was a good month and it's in a single studio in santa cruz an actual really nice studio called digital oh. and um we spent a good amount eight hour days uh i think it was 22 days uh non-stop we didn't have oh. one day off and we we um we purposely decided look we've i've I've wrote those poppy choruses where you will sing along the bulls, which is still, I think, prevalent in this album. But sure. as you can see, the the songs are a lot more angry, a lot more pissed off, a lot more screaming, a lot more of like, you know, just more more of like not giving a fuck and, and not caring of like what people really think. If no one likes the album, it's one of those things where we we'll care, we love it, and um, right. which is I know a lot of bands say, oh, like, don't care but they do we really don't care. Like, it's funny because my band does not give a shit if no one likes this we just we love it and we're gonna play shows and um we haven't really been around that long so we're excited to like see what you know what the the kids out there who've never heard of us which is a lot which is um we'll think about it so we're, yeah. we're excited for the future because we think that it's a it's a goddamn good good cd
0: oh yeah no, no, for sure. I think I mean I think you know me well enough to know that if I didn't like it, I would probably have told you. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, or you know, exactly. And I, that's what I like about people like you. That you know, in the industry now you just come across many people that are always just you know the yes men and you're so cool, blah blah blah. You know, I've always liked the people that have never been like that, and that's that's who I've always surrounded myself with. I've never surrounded myself with yes people. Right. That's why after I am ghost, I left L.A. I, because of that reason, I, I couldn't be around people that would kiss my ass because I was on a band on a, on a, on a big label and we yep. were doing well at the time. And you know, all these people wanted to be my friend and come to my parties and hang out. And as soon as the band broke up, um, they never, you know, returned my phone calls or they just stopped hanging out. And I start, I started slowly realizing, you know. That's just kind of like how it is out here. Like, yeah. you are only as cool as your last album, and you're only as cool as the label you're on. You're only as cool as you're doing at the moment. And up in Northern California, where we live now in Santa Cruz, it's not like this. It's completely different, which I love. It's so laid back, That's... a little beach town. Yeah, yeah. No one cares. They just they they don't care if you're uh, a male or you know if you're a cook. They just they're all the same to everybody, and it's really cool.
0: Very cool. Well, let me switch back to something you had mentioned before. So the last time we had spoke, you had done, you know, the return of I Am Ghost. I think that was at the end of 2016. And then, you know, this year, you've been doing in 2019, you've been doing, you know, shows with My Immortal Enemy. So you talk about that aggressiveness. And obviously, the album is aggressive. It's angry and very punk rock, as we've been talking about. So when you've done the live shows, what was it like switching around that dynamic from 2016 and then coming to 2019 and really screaming that stuff out?
1: I think it's, gonna be, it's, it's kind of funny to say this, but we've all talked about it. The biggest thing with us is getting in shape. It's, it's been a completely different feel. With Requiem um, and I Am Ghost, I mean, even I Am Ghost was pretty aggressive live. We were, we were way more aggressive live than we were on our albums. But um, so, yeah, yeah. the live show for, for My Immortal Enemy, the few shows that we've played, I, I say few meaning compared to like the other bands I've been in, um we we tend to like go like four songs without stopping meaning we don't like ah. song one and, and then we're like hey guys how you doing you know blah, blah blah we don't we it's boom 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 without stopping and so it's it's a lot of like cardio i guess <laughs> a lot of like trying to get in shape that was the hard part the first few shows were yeah we walked off going whoa that 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 was hard like i, I don't even necessarily think it's because we're older i just think it's just a way more faster, more aggressive bam, way more screaming for me, yeah. which, which I love. But, um, and, uh, so it, it's just different, you know, it, you know, kind of like the image too, like I'm kind of always had this kind of, uh, attitude like live or uh, image wise, even since I was in uh, the silence, like suit and tie, I always wore yep. this like suit and suit in a red color tie or black color tie kind of really dolled up. With my I mean, it's more punk rock. We're all wearing—I'm wearing a leather jacket now, and ah. and cut-off shirts, and the guys are the same are the same. So we're we're tying it down to an extent, but but it's it's more darker in a sense. So it's you know that makes sense.
0: Yeah. No, no, definitely. And I think on that note, I got to ask something as well. So I remember we've talked before. I think you shared pictures before. You grew up with. My Chemical Romance and the Used and everything. What are the chances you get my immortal enemy back with My Chemical Romance at some point?
1: Oh my god, that'd I mean, be. I don't know. I, I really don't know really what's going on. I I know they're playing. I know they're playing a few shows, and um, but they actually haven't really necessarily said, "Hey, we're back." It's, right. I mean, I think a lot of kids just are thinking they're back, but I mean, I, knowing Gerard and knowing what he's doing now with all his like endeavors and you know Umbrella Academy and yeah um all his comic books he's writing and doom patrol and all this stuff i think this could only be maybe like a good run of like i like maybe just some some shows like i i hate to say that but i, oh, I don't yeah. know necessarily know if they're fully like back together and you're, you're gonna see them play you know all year 2020 this they've only announced a, a few shows and i have a feeling they're only gonna announce a few more and that's gonna be it i mean that's that's my that's my idea of what I think he's going to do. I don't think he's going to have the time really to like be this full band touring three days a year, Um, which is so cool. I mean, but uh, yeah, I think kids are getting way too excited way too soon. I mean, definitely go see him play. Um, But um, if you've noticed, um, it really hasn't been an official announcement that they're, you know, they're back. It's just, they're announcing some shows here and there, which, which is cool. Exactly, I love that band.
0: Yeah, of course. Well, let me then switch this back to you here. So, with the album coming out on January tenth, do you guys have any plans for touring across
1: the country at all? That's the goal. I mean, the biggest thing is to make sure that kids know who we are, yeah. which is obviously touring is a, is a huge aspect. And we we have we, we have everything ready for tour. We have an RV and we have a trailer. It's not like we there's no way of going anywhere. The biggest thing for us is, is promotion and getting getting the video out and getting seen by as many people and, you know, getting, we definitely, so touring is definitely like the goal. Yeah. Um, as of right now, like there's no tours I can announce or, but we are working on it. I mean, that's all I can really say because yeah. um, I just don't, I just don't have an answer. I, w- I would love to say, yeah, 2000, January, <laughs> we're going out with, uh, you know, this and that. We're, we just really don't know yet. And it's also a downtime for a lot of bands. Winter is a tough time yeah. to, to, to really play, especially, as you know, really in Boston.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. I don't know. It, it's like, it's tough. It's, I've done winter tours, and I've, I told my band, I said, I'll never do another winter tour in my life. Just the fact <laughs> that I've almost died oh, about yeah, 20 right. times. Yeah, yeah, No joke. Like, literally <laughs> driving through the Colorado Rockies in January, early January and, like, almost going off the cliff because, you know, right. the snow – you know, and this and that and um shows being cancelled because you know the freeways are, are 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 closed and so I was just like I'm not gonna go through that again. I've just been doing this for so long. So you know we will we'll, we'll be ready. Um in spring and summer we'll just uh we're gonna we're gonna just kinda take it by I guess do it right is like the only thing I'd say, you know, not rush it and play a bunch of dumb, stupid shows and tours. Just to do it.
0: Yeah. No, no, that, that completely makes sense. Well look we are coming up on the end right here, so I'm going to change around the way I would normally end, and I want to ask you this last question before we do a little bit of the plugs here. Sure. So we've talked about the album a little bit, we've talked about touring and everything that's been going on, but for yourself, with Akuma, what are you looking forward to the most when you get to release it to everyone? What type of feedback is going to make you excited?
1: I think... Honestly, for Akuma is like I just want to kind of I want to see the reaction at the live shows. We we've never I haven't really experienced anything like it was with I Am Ghost when it comes down to the live show aspect. Requiem was always a fun band, and you know we did have you know fans that would come and see us, but it never was like as um, crazy as ever. I mean, anybody who ever went to an I Am Ghost show, um, those were just one of those like kind of memorable things. Where oh yeah you know, I would love to kind of go back and have shows kind of like that again, where um, it's just nonstop craziness and kids singing along. So I think my goal would be, would be uh, when and when we do start playing again and see the reaction from the crowd, hopefully kids are singing along. And I want to kind of, you know, get back to that aspect. And, and um, I think we can, I think it's a, it's a good, a good enough album that kids will, will be stoked. And, we're a really good band. We're a really, really good live band. All the guys in these, in, in Requiem, sorry, in My Immortal Enemy, oh my God, in, <laughs> in My Immortal Enemy, we're, we're all like, they are, I'm not going to say mean, but they are all great season musicians. And, nice. um, we sound just like the album or better. I mean, oh, not wow. no joke. So That's I'm, awesome. I'm really stoked that, uh, you know, I get to play with all of them. And, um, you know, I, um, they're my, they're my brothers and, and we're, uh, you know, we're we're stoked. We just—it's one of those things. That we've been this this thing started almost two years ago from so the time we got into the studio to um, demos. You know, in the garage, um, sitting. You know, late at night and just writing and writing and 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 then deciding what twelve songs off the thirty we wrote was going to be on the album to the recording sessions to then physically mixing and mastering it and being being finished. It's been over almost two years. So this is some and then no one's heard it yet still. So. We're, it's kind of like, it's funny because we've heard these songs about a billion times now, all 12 <laughs> songs. Right. So we have no idea. If, like I was telling my, my my band, like I don't even know if these songs are good anymore because <laughs> I've heard Dangerous, especially recording it um, um, for the, especially recording it for the music video, the playback alone. I yep. must have did that song 50 times. So it's going to be cool to have kids who have never, I say kids, but <laughs> people sure. out there i i can't wait for them to hear it for the first time and get it get their feedback like whoa you know you know this is really cool or this is that i really i just can't wait to play you know live again and see how that that goes
0: that's awesome man yeah it's it's one of those things where i have seen you live before so i know what that live experience is like and since i have heard the entire album front to back many many a time now I know that I really wanna see that live and I wanna connect to it live as well. So that is really awesome to hear. And I'm looking forward, I'm hoping that, you know, sometime spring, summer or so when the weather isn't as shitty as it is here right now, that you guys are able to make it. So once again, let's end this with the plug, you know, the whole plug section here. We've got Akuma coming out on January 10th. That's My Immortal Enemy. Now, Steven, I am going to have links in the description of the episode like I always do so that people can easily follow you guys, you know, get those tour announcements, get the album itself, because I know you're going to have pre-orders and then you're also going to have physical albums and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But until then, what is the best way for people to support you guys?
1: The the best way to find us, honestly, is just to go to our official website, which is this so just the band name dot com. Sure and um it has everything you can ever want to to know more about us has has tour dates it will have tour dates it'll have uh ways to pre-order or buy the album um ways to watch our our videos ways to contact us if need be um news you know and more so Correct. that's the best that's the best way honestly
0: okay. And I will have that for everyone on the website as well. So, Stephen, once again, you know I love having you on the show. We'll do this again, maybe even just not even talk as much music and just talk about everything else that's going on because we've definitely done that in the past as well. But I just want to let everyone know, once again, Akuma is an awesome album. And I'm even excited to hear what people have to say about it because I've enjoyed it so much. So, Stephen, once again, man. Yeah, man, always great talking to you. Thank you once again for being on the new show.
1: Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it.